What's up, everybody? Welcome into a bonus edition of the Sean Salisbury Show. Where we're just going to really quickly hit on the big news from yesterday, the Christian McCaffrey <coughs> trade to the San Francisco 49ers, which Sean called just a few days ago on our show. Uh, actually, the trade happened late that night of our last show, and it was for more than we were discussing, and we'll get into that in just a second. But as always, we're brought to you by Bet Online. Always and grateful. Football's back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup information, and player news, as well as game trends. As uh, your continued source for all sports wagering info, right here, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and fastest and easiest way to bet your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis boxing and even golf head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit make sure to use promo code believe that's believe b l e a v to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts all right so it came down to sounds like the San Francisco 49ers the Los Angeles Rams the Buffalo Bills were in discussions um and probably a few other teams with the Carolina Panthers to get Christian McCaffrey, but it was the San Francisco 49ers that come on, on top, and they paid a premium for Christian McCaffrey. The deal includes a 2023 second-round pick, a third-round pick, a fourth-round pick, and a 2024 fifth-round pick. Now, when we were talking, Sean, on the show, you mentioned you thought like a second a, and a fifth. Two and a four. Yeah, a two right, and a four. Five, it was right. kind of like the max you were thinking. And you're adding in now a three, a four, and a five on top of the second. And yeah, that second round pick's probably going to be later now because hopefully the San Francisco 49ers are better with him and they can get everybody healthy and make the playoffs. But that's still a heavy price to pay for a running back because including they also had to take on basically $36 million in cap hits over the next three years as well for a guy that what's he 27 going to be 28 and that's when we see the running back position start to slow down a little bit now he's a different cat because he can work out of the slot and do different things but what was your first thought when you saw the price for Christian McCaffrey for the 49ers well my first thought because I go on with my buddies in San Francisco right there three weeks ago when I told him that this is yeah. something that should happen and they said no then the second week well maybe and then last week that I went out with them before this trade they're like Sean, it's gain and steam. I said, well, I, I still believe it's going to happen. And then fortunately for yep. us, I think it was the next day it happened in that night or the next day yeah. for our show. Um, but I, I, first of all, I thought this is great for the 49ers. One says, listen, and the first thing it hit me is, well, they're thinking like the Rams did last year, you know, or the last two years, mm -hmm. go get yourself a, a big time premium player that that's more important than the assets. You're probably going to give up more than you probably probably bid against yourself a little bit, to be honest with you. Gave up more than you thought because you and as we both said, second, fifth round, maybe a later pick. If you, a third one was kind of a half thought mm -hmm. by us, but not real. And I, for me, I didn't. I and I wouldn't have given up a first rounder. Unfortunately for the 49ers, they didn't have to because well, they've given up enough of those themselves to get uh, Trey Lance. But my thought was going in like the Rams, and this makes perfect sense because of what Kyle Shanahan wants to do offensively. They don't have a quarterback that they feel that can carry them like a Brady or Rodgers and Mahomes and Allen when they're going like they go. They have a guy who's great. Jimmy Garoppolo is really, really good at playing within a system. When the running games dominate, you got great defense, and he doesn't have to be that guy. As long as he's a guy, meaning in that system, 
he he flourishes. Now he's going to have to at some McCaffrey or not, he's going to have to make some throws. You know this, Sigs, mm-hmm. in key games and in the playoffs that are going to be there that we're going to say, okay, he missed that throw in the Super Bowl. Is he going to make it now? So that's beside the point. But I think it's a great get. Now, better work, Sags, and he better be healthy because we know how dynamic and how difficult it's going to be. And another one of my thoughts, and you and I discussed this, was how are you going to go in game plan defend this dude, man? Why? Because with Debo, you got similar type players. Now, one's a better pure running back. One may be a better pure receiver. But they're both, you can interchange. That you can put them both in the slot if you want. You can stick. Don't be shocked if you see Kyle use them both in the backfield once in a while with some misdirection. So uh, this is a great get for them on the current. Now it, it's got to pay off. For two years from now, you're going to be scratching your head. But he's a Stanford guy. You know his pops. You know a Denver Bronco. His dad is uh, Eddie McCaffrey, a longtime player in the league. So there's DNA up in that part of the. Uh, and, and he's beloved up there. I think it's a great get, Sakes, because also with injuries at different positions, they needed another home run hitter. So I, I'm all for it. I, I am. I think it it makes them better. I think they're the clear favorite in the West, if you ask me. And I think McCaffrey's a help. And you and I both are like running backs. You know, sometimes you can just plug them in. But we've gotten so spoiled, as we talked about, in Shanahan's type of go, just put anybody in there. Well, there comes a point in time you just can't put anybody in when things aren't going, the guy will hit the hole and he's a physical guy. It's the versatility and the multiple sets that you can use. I think this is a great get, and they're trying to get it to pay off like the Rams did by trading assets away to get players that can help right now. Yeah, it's crazy when you think about McCaffrey. They're going to get Elijah Mitchell back, who's a nice running back who can, you know, is your number yep. two is. That'd be a, a good change duo. up back. Yes. Yep. Agreed. They have Kyle Juszczyk, who they use as a weapon. They have George Kittle. They have... Now Christian McCaffrey, they have Debo Samuel, they have Brandon Ayuk, they have Danny Gray, who's just a, a rookie but a speed threat, a deep guy. Um, they've got other weapons. I mean, they are loaded offensively. They need to get that offensive line healthy, I think, for a lot of this to work. Trent but Williams back, McGlinchey healthy, both of them, right? Don't you feel like this set of weapons they have, in my opinion, just from what we've seen the little bit of, they seem to fit Jimmy Garoppolo better than they would Trey Lance, in my opinion, just because Jimmy's more of a get the ball out real quick and get Debo the ball in his hands, get Christian McCaffrey the ball in his hands real quick and let them make a move. And then you take a shot every once in a while. Trey Lance is more of like Justin Fields, where you like his arm strength, where you're going down the field, and that's where he's better. So I think this team right now, the way it's set up, as long as they can get healthy on the offensive line, is set up perfectly for Garoppolo. Yeah, and with Trey Lance and the guys just that are still in the infancy of learning Lance and Fields and the Mac Joneses when he's in it, those guys, they, as a process information, but the Lance is able to not hit the first one and use his legs to destroy you. Same with Justin Fields. Yeah. So it becomes a, a crutch, but a good one that they can lean on as they're continuing to, to, to learn. Jimmy knows that he's not going to kill you with his feet. He may extend it and get an eight-yard run once in a while, that, but that's not he's not beating you with his legs. But the ball comes out. He's a more of a get through his reads. One, two, three, check down, slant, get the ball to the flat right now. Yes, ball out, get it going and move. And yes, I think that then and, and if you're Jimmy Garoppolo and you're Kyle Shanahan, you're like, okay, eyes even get bigger. And I segs offensively and, and defensively. Look at the combination. Mm-hmm. They're all three layers on defense, front, linebackers, and secondary, when they're healthy, is an elite group of players. They're as they're as good as any in the league defensively when they're when they're all healthy. And I know that that's if, because they've been banged up a lot, as we've discussed, but 
I can't. I think this is the best roster the 49ers have had. Even their Super Bowl year that they went and got beat. I think this roster is every more more home run hitting playmakers on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. And then they they added to it and and McCaffrey takes now how you execute it and get healthy is one thing, but I, I don't think this team's worse overall. I think they're better overall than they've had since well, since Garoppolo's arrived and Kyle Shanahan. There's a reason why they did this. This isn't just for three years from now. This is for now. They think they can go with this. And look at the landscape of the NFC. Yeah. Other than Philadelphia, the the whole thing's winnable. The whole damn thing. Now, you kind of brought it up, and I brought it up and kind of skirted around it. But the the big thing here is the the health, the health of Christian McCaffrey, the health of this roster, you know, if this doesn't work out, you're like, what what do you need to see from this team? Not only health-wise, they all need to get healthy, stay healthy, but where do you need to see this team get this year for it to be a success of trading what they did? Because now they're going into next season. The thing that kind of does save them is two-thirds they get from um, losing Salah and a front office person. I'm blanking on his oh. name. And then they could add another third round pick if D'Amico Ryan's goes and gets a head coaching job next year. But which other is, than that, which is then, very real. Yes, definitely right. very real. Uh, and then after that, it's fifth and after. So they have no first, no second, no fourth this year. When you look at this team, what do you need to see from them? Is it NFC Championship or bust? Is it getting to the Super Bowl or bust? Or is it actually winning the Super Bowl or bust with this move? So that's a great friggin question and i think part of the answer to that is the 49ers told you with this trade what they will what, what it's it, it's super bowl or bust that's what they're telling you with this mm-hmm. now they're not going to admit it out loud because they don't want to disrupt well you know the fan base and next year we're not just if we don't then you create this environment the pressure on your players that if this is what you're telling everybody and this is what you're telling your players players know you don't need to tell them squat they know the situation fan base yeah you're going all in we listen even though the Rams said well you know Stafford's here for the future and he is but you went all in when last year it was a no-brainer and the 49ers are that team this year Garoppolo's back after all the stuff and you got a veteran quarterback you've built a defense even when losing a defensive coordinator to a head coach last year I mean you've put yourself in position hell think about it they lost Sala McDaniel and and uh, Lafleur, mm-hmm. all th- three minimum. Just I'm just talking about those three in two years. Sakes. I mean, we're, we're talking yeah. about. Well, well, let's see. Yeah, McDaniel this year. I mean, you're talking and Salah last year. You're talking about in the last three. They've lost, and that's sometimes as important as the the continuity of a football right. team. Yet they're still kicking ass. So as far as personnel goes, uh, to me, they've they've got enough young players to say we're still alive for the future, but. When you give away assets like they have the last three years, you are saying and you're telling me. So for me, just winning the division is not enough. That should be expected. Right. Plus, now you add in, as I mentioned, is Green Bay that good? No. Tampa? No. New Orleans? No. Philly? Yes. Dallas? Up and down. Rams? No. I mean, we can go through and say some with potential, but potential also gets coaches fired. So. When you just talk about a complete team right now, the Eagles have been that. Dallas seems to be on the cusp, but there, there's every single single team in the NFC is beatable. Well, until we see Philadelphia lose the game, so I think the 49ers' thought process is not just get there because you know what they're going to say if they get there and lose segs. 
these guys can't win the big one. That this group, they're the Garoppolo and Shannon, that will be the narrative of, oh man, they're good, but just can't quite close out. But I also think over the next 10 weeks, what we see, what you're going to judge them on is how are they losing or how are they winning? If they're winning because, oh, can't defend them. The, the offense is scoring 10 more points a game with this addition. Then we're going to say, okay, it was worth it. And if they get there and get beat by, now listen, if you go to Super Bowl and get beat by Buffalo, you know what we're going to say then? Buffalo's the better team mm-hmm. and we expected this. Yeah. So I, I don't think that, I don't think NFC championship games enough, Segs, for this. I, I don't. I think as far as the mental and the optics, I think they have to get there because no better time than now with the NFC being as down, in my opinion, as it is. Sticking at the running back position real quick before we get out of here, J.K. Dobbins goes down for the Ravens, out four to six weeks, maybe a little more. Um, they're a team that's screwed around and lost some games they shouldn't have lost straight straight up. They lost to Miami. Fourth quarter, they, they can't close. Yep, they, exactly. They cannot close. Do they need to go? And it's not like J.K. Dobbins is you know uh, a top-level back. He's been decent, but he's been banged up. He hasn't played much since he's been drafted out of Ohio State. Do you think they're a team that needs to go get somebody to help? Because it's Kenyon Drake, it's Justice Hill, and it's Mike Davis. Three guys that, two journeymen and a young guy that's just kind of been a third, fourth guy on the roster. Do you think they need to go out and make a move at the running back position? And I and I think Kenyon Drake's a good changeup back. We see yeah. some of the moves he can make, right? Uh, I do, Segs. I don't know who that is. I mean, we've talked about a few names yeah. that you, you could probably inquire about. Um, but I, I think that what happens is what concerns me if they don't is they're going to put more of this and throw more on Lamar's shoulders of running. I don't need Lamar running at 23 right. times a game. Now I know he can, and I know he's good, but it doesn't matter who you are. Those will take their toll. I mean, guys been great. And he needed, they're struggling. Like I said, late, he's got enough burden on his shoulders to, and he's really good, but they are they are always built to mix in some plays. Uh, the running game kind of helps them with RPO. To there's got to be a bigger threat of it. I'll be damned if they're not trying to acquire. They 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 have to be. You you have to think that they're, you know they're they're inquiring. I mean, are are the Titans willing? Is Foreman still their right backup running back there? Uh, uh, say? No, not he's Foreman. in uh, he's in Carolina. Where is he now? at now? That's right. That's exactly right. That's right. Well, and good. I'm just trying to think in my mind of backup running backs. You start to look. I mean, I don't know. You're, are you guys in Chicago willing to part with anybody that they've been banged up? You have. I, I, I would hope they're trading David Montgomery because he's going to be a free right, agent for, after this year. And third, third or fourth round or something. Yeah, I'd take a fourth. fourth round, or, hell, fourth I'd take a fifth round. Okay, right. Because he is, he, right? You said he's free agent. Yeah, right. Right. The only, only reason I said Foreman, it's a pounded back, right? Yeah, right. Right. You right. could use it. Could take some punishment off Lamar, but you're exactly right. He's in Carolina, and I'm thinking, I'm going through the list of teams that have a good starter and maybe a third young guy, and the second guy's worthy of going and get you. I, you an, know, I, I think asset, a guy but, that could be moved at the running back position. He's interesting. He's not really a bell cow power back like maybe Baltimore would be looking for, but Antonio Gibson at Washington. They've really yeah, struggled. There you go. Um, but <clears throat> for a team that, that for a team that's you seem going to want to get more assets yeah, too with the this, way they've gone about their business. This kind of works perfectly into my last question. We saw the Saints go out there and lose on Thursday night football to the Cardinals, give up forty-two points. They're not playing defense. Their defense is supposed to be Which better. Is shocking. Supposed to be a yes, Super Bowl defense. Right? It, exactly. And then the offense is really struggling with Andy Dalton. Jameis Winston can't get healthy. You're the Saints. You're now what two and five? I think it is. You don't have a first-round pick. Five, yeah. 
because right. you gave it to Philly. Philly's about to have a top five pick coming off their best season in years. And are you about to throw their best back at me? Are yeah? Would you if you're the Saints? Would you throw out Alvin Kamara? Would you throw out Michael Thomas? Would you throw out some of your high? And the other thing is going into next year. I just saw they're fifty four million dollars over the cap. They just keep pushing this can down the road. Keep kicking it down the road, and it, it's going to. They need what the Bears did this offseason, just a hard reset. You just throw money. You don't worry about the next season. You get as get rid of as much dead cap as possible in one right. year, and then, then you start building off that. I think that's where the Saints are at now. Would you do that? And, yeah, and think about this, Segs, what, they could also, what they're also going to be looking for. Yeah, I don't think the, the superstar um, – franchise quarterbacks their quarterback on the roster right now right i don't no. think it's way we know it's not Dalton, and i think Jameis winston uh there's still a lot for me to for him to prove yeah, to me I over just, these last that, that you can give him a big long-term contract i don't i don't think i can no i i he's a good player and he's worthy of being a, a starter in the league but I, he's not the guy that so they're going to be looking at that so you know what that entails and you'd like some ammunition as you start to move things around and camara would 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 get you something and for baltimore's purposes Stick him in the same backfield with his versatility with Lamar Jackson. That's a huge upgrade. There, there is absolutely no. I, when you know when you said it, you know names that come to my mind. Who, who used to be in Baltimore? Mm-hmm. Mark Ingram, right? Yep. I mean, you. I start to think about names, and you think, well, okay, if there, if you can move McCaffrey in a struggle, and Kamara, he's had a few, you know, a few problems. We obviously that he's going through, right? Yeah. Segs with the league and their suspension mm-hmm. situation, but. He's so gifted and so damn good. If you're Baltimore and you haven't made the inquiry, or if you're the Saints and you haven't called up them or, I don't care, Buffalo or the Buffalo, Rams, whoever yeah. it is, and say, because Seggs, if McCaffrey can get a second rounder, why can't? Oh, he would 100% Buffalo's, get a second rounder. Well, and, you know, you, I would third, think you could get, fourth, I think you'd get three fourths package, of what right? you got. Yeah. Right. At least, right? I, I would agree with you. And, He's pretty. He's so versatile. I mean, when you look at versatility, he and 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 McCaffrey are two of the best in the league at doing yeah. multiple things. Right? I, I'm with you. It's a it's a hell of a point. If you're New Orleans and you say, "Listen, we're not we're not very good right now, and it's time." That that put it this way: if you're putting running backs on the mark, because Taylor ain't going anywhere and Henry ain't no. going anywhere, right? That's the next cat as far as big time guys who could move on a team that's been a disappointment. It's a hell of a point. And what a what a fix because he can catch the ball in the backfield too. You don't think Lamar would love that? Come on now, start pining for that stuff, right? Yeah, that, that's what I mean. So it's just like, yeah, they're they're very similar when you look at Kamara and McCaffrey. Their styles of play, they've both been banged up a lot lately, and I think they would both, both fetch about the hitters. same. Yeah, right. if you're New Orleans, and the intrigue you, of their right, you need to start. I think tearing this down some, trading off what you can. Just take all the dead cap to end the next season. Suck. Get the number one, number two pick. Hopefully get a Caleb Williams or something like that is your next franchise guy. And, and you go from there because what they're doing clearly isn't working. And yeah, it's not the worst thing that can happen either, Sex. I mean, this happens to most franchises. The, yeah. the lucky ones stay out of it. I mean, Pittsburgh's in their transition, and we never see them in a transition, right? right? They just kind of. So there, there's teams. Baltimore better get on it. We're going to start to see them because Cincinnati has been on the rise these mm-hmm. last couple of years. You know, hell, well, let me ask you another one, Segs. 
What about the backup back in Cleveland? That's what I was. I when you were talking about those teams, I Kareem said Hunt. I just said in my head, Cream yep. Hunt. What about him, yeah, because Chubb ain't going anywhere. No, because he is. He's Cleveland's best player. Right. But what about Kareem Hunt, who wanted out? Remember yeah. this. So you go hold Baltimore hostage. I know it's in. The, listen, I know it's in the division. But if you could milk a, a, a fairly, you know, an extra couple assets yeah. from it for a guy who kind of who wants out, why, why wouldn't you do it, right? I mean, why wouldn't you at least? And he hasn't it? been, you know, he he's not being run into the ground every game nope. because Chubb's taking That's a exactly bulk. Right. I, I, he's definitely a guy that I think makes a lot of sense. And he'd like to play every down. So just right. just just a food food for thought. So there. You yeah, go. yeah. So all right, well, that'll do it. Uh, real quick, Nick Saban has not lost back to back games in fifteen years. Does he do it today? Does Mississippi State get him? He's not going to. Now, I would. I don't want to be you, and I don't want to be on that practice field this past week no, after what no. happened last week against Tennessee. Uh, they'll respond today. They're going to. I think they're going to beat Mississippi State. But you know what? You know this. Leach loves this stuff. Mm-hmm. And if Lee, if the, and and the thing about Will Rogers is accurate, Segs. If the if you don't hit him and the ball comes out on time, they can make some run after catch. And don't tell me Alabama can't be scored on. I've seen enough of it this yep. year to tell you that you can move the football on them, and Leach still wants to run it. I'm anxious to see what happens at the line of scrimmage in this game because if Rodgers has time, he'll complete balls. He's, it's, it's in his nature. Um, I would expect Alabama to come out and closely play their best game of the year because, I mean, I'd think about after what happened, but it's Mike Leach, and Mike would love nothing more than deliver somebody something that hasn't happened to Alabama in a yep. while. Uh, I, this this is one to keep one of those eyes on. You got one eye to it. Say, hmm, it's the middle of the third quarter and it's twenty eight twenty four. Right. Let me let me keep watching this. So if they hang around to the fourth quarter and Leach's team has a chance, be careful if you're Alabama. But I would imagine Nick uh, chewed a little bit of ass this week to get him ready to play. Yeah, I would definitely not want to be in that practice. All right, that'll do it for yeah. this uh, bonus episode this week, talking about the Christian McCaffrey trade. Sean, have fun watching uh, college football, and as always, thank you to Bet Online. You bet. I'll see you uh, this week. I look forward to talking. Have a great week. And I know this is our favorite day of the week, brother. I look forward to it. Definitely is. All right. We'll talk to you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.